are listening to Opening the Tent, Stories of Jewish Belonging, an original podcast produced by the NYU Bronfman Center for Jewish Student Life. Our guest today is me, Rachel Bell, a senior in the College of Arts and Science studying sociology and child mental health and the proud host of your favorite podcast. Could you share with us your name, your, your, your year, and what you're studying? For what? For me to write my own intro? <laughs> my name is Rachel. I am a senior. And I'm wow. studying sociology and child and adolescent mental health. Really, until I got to college, I didn't have a Jewish identity. I lit candles on Hanukkah because it made my grandma happy. And I had a Passover Seder that we skipped through and was silly and was, didn't, was not because we felt religiously obligated to do so. It was because we wanted to be with our family and feel some sort of connection to ancestors. But it was all under this like tent of knowing your history in relation to the Holocaust, in relation to trauma, and not in relation to Judaism as a religion. Being queer, having trauma, have, dealing with disability things, all of these things to me felt really in opposition to any religion and I had no distinction between Judaism and Christianity and anything else they were all just religion and not something for me to be a part of the first time I had any sort of Jewish identity was in college I went to Shabbat services for the first time and the first time I went I I really didn't actually want to go at all and had no concept of reform or conservative. I knew what orthodox was and I knew that wasn't me, but I didn't know anything else. But I went to a reform service because that's just where people I knew were coming from, were going to, and I was so uncomfortable and cried a lot and left very abruptly. Uh, went again, started, still felt super uncomfortable, literally cried the whole first year that I went, but I still didn't have a Jewish identity. I still, I was like, okay, I do this Jewish thing sometimes. I'm in the Jewish center. But I think just moving through the Brofman Center and going to more services and more, I went to high holidays, I started to feel like I was Jewish for the first time and sort of have to come up with a Jewish identity because it's such a, like, identifier when you meet people. I'm going to the reform community. I'm conservative. I'm this. And I, honestly, I'm a senior and still don't know if I could confidently say I have a Jewish identity. I have... I have a Jewish identity. I don't think I could label it. But yeah, the first time I was cognizant of my Jewish identity was maybe never, maybe in college when I felt like a Jewish person. It was really confusing to me when I came into an adult Jewish community where very few people are descendants of Holocaust survivors or have Holocaust survivors in their close family and felt such a deep, connection to the Holocaust and such a deep trauma and feeling like, not feeling like in a way that it's not true, feeling like really feeling the marginalization was really weird to me. I didn't understand. I understood if someone told me I've experienced anti-Semitism, then I said, that makes total sense. You experience a thing, you feel this identity. People who I knew had never experienced anti-Semitism really feeling marginalized by their Jewish identity was not something I understood until very recently. Um, so I didn't feel any sort of kinship. I also was being marginalized by Jewish people my whole life. <laughs> the people who treated me poorly 
who were homophobic, who caused trauma, who did these things, were all Jewish people, because that's just who I was around, so I didn't feel any sort of kinship to them. I felt like you are the person causing this marginalization. Now, I understand, and I feel much more tied to the Jewish community because I feel like a Jewish person, um, and I think because the people I love experience this and they feel this marginalization, I feel it honestly for them more than for myself. I feel it like in an empathy, like in a, we are in this community together, we're holding these things together. I, when I move to the world as a Jewish person, I wear a star of David and I don't feel fear. Maybe it's because I'm so conscious of my other identities that are causing me fear that I don't have the ability to hold all of these things but I feel much more tied to Jewish people because of it now than I did growing up. Coming out to my mom as Jewish was harder than coming out to my mom as queer. She was really distraught by it. Not because she has any negative anything about people who are religious like her brother's a Hasidic Jew like they're super super close it's not a judgment it's I was so fervent in my like anti-religiousness in my like intense atheism growing up that it was like who are you why did this thing happen I don't understand um my grandparents were happy about it which I was really surprised by because they don't really do anything religious they but they were like oh you're gonna now marry a Jewish boy it's gonna be beautiful um and they liked that I had a community um my dad really was happy about it I think a lot of his happiness came from I never really had any community before college I had a lot of I had friends I had people that I spent time with but I was didn't have a community I had like I didn't I was not a part of anything and I think he doesn't he wouldn't say this but I think he was mostly happy to be like oh she's a part of a thing and my mom was kind of just like how did this happen kind of she didn't call me a hypocrite but it was kind of like you're being so how like how is this a thing I had always seen Judaism as this is an institution I had been to a synagogue growing up that I really hated that was really problematic that didn't honor like interfaith marriage and my parents are my mom is interfaith married, like, that's a problem, just generally problematic, and any encounter that I had with Judaism was through institutions, so I just, like, okay, the just as the church is a thing, the synagogue is a thing, it is the institution of Judaism, and the institution of Judaism has no room for me, so I have no room for it, not until I was taught Judaism is, like, is you, you are your own Judaism, you're creating your own Judaism, it is so separate from any institution. It, it lives outside of institutions everywhere. Did I understand? Oh, I can be this. I can be this. I can have these ideas and thoughts and communities. I think anytime, like anyone in your family life just changes fundamentally is complicated. So working around that has been weird. There's every year people, mostly queer people, just because 
those are the people that I'm around the most, doing things with Keshet and just being me, that come in really hesitantly into the space. And I can usually spot them out because they usually cry at Shabbat. And I say, mm, get, get coffee with you. And it is, for so many people, the first time they get to experience their themselves fully going to college, no matter what their identities are. And seeing someone just become like a free version of themselves is so beautiful. And it's not for everyone. I talked to someone recently who came their freshman year who was like, no, I actually really hated it. I really hated Jewish life. I didn't feel a connection to it. I have my own spiritual practices. I, I really don't feel Jewish community. But I never would have been comfortable saying that having not tried everything. And I think that's something that's really important, that it's actually not for everyone. And I am conscious, and I don't always do a good job at making that clear when I talk about this being a space for everybody. I think it is a space for everyone who wants to be here. It doesn't have to be a space for everybody. Because I think that can also be off-putting to people who are like, I don't know if this is for me. Why Why do I need to be here? Why is this where Judaism lives? And I think being a senior now and thinking about where my Judaism is going to live after this year, I've been thinking about that a lot more and seeing all the other Jewish things the world has to offer. And I've been so nervous and been so scared that there's not going to be Jewish community. Then I mean Jewish life. And I said to someone recently, how am I going to be Jewish after college? And they said, because you're Jewish. I said, I don't understand. <laughs> um, but no, I do. I think that is something that takes me four years to really understand. Like I am a Jewish person regardless of what community I'm in, there will be Jewish community. Like, regardless of where I am in life, there will be Jewish community because I will create it around me and I will find places, little corners of other Jewish spaces to fit into. And also, if you don't have Jewish community, if you don't want Jewish community, you don't have to have it. And I, I, I think knowing that has made me want it more. Knowing that I don't have to be here. I don't have to do Jewish things, I don't have to be at the Rothman Center, I don't have to do any of these things, and I'm here anyway, is like the thing that reminds me, oh, I'm supposed to be here. If I was talking to my stubborn, atheist, hating religion, teenage self, I would tell her that it sucks, that it really, really sucks, and things are terrible. And sometimes the world is really bad. But... You're gonna find community because of those things. You are gonna find yourself because of these things. I wish that didn't happen to you. I don't think that happened to anybody. But I spent so long looking for like how could I have stopped it? How could I undo this? How can I change things? When is this reason gonna come? Why do good things happen to good, why do bad things happen to good people? Like what is going on? I don't think anyone has any answers for any of those questions. Um, but I think knowing that, like knowing that your identity is gonna come from it and that's gonna be an identity that you really cherish and other people will find strength in you because 
you carry these things with you doesn't mean it happened for a reason. It means there you can make a reason because it happened. Um, you can like turn this into something that has a purpose that makes other people feel like they have a reason. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by the Beehive Story Collective at the NYU Bronfman Center. You can listen to all four seasons of Opening the Tent on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I hope you've enjoyed this glimpse into the Jewish stories of our community.